The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey girl, hey, welcome back to another episode of my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker, and today with me, I'm like fangirling out right now, people. I am telling you, Kate Chesteen from Below Deck. Hey, girl, hey. Hey, girl, hey. <sighs> I love you. I love you, too. Wait, have we met before? We met. At Sirius. Yes, and you want to know what's so funny? Every time I shop at a Zara, well, not every time. Stop it. Weird, stop it. I, I think of you. Uh, the, the, the biggest compliment in the world. I mean, I go to Zara a lot. I know. It doesn't that Don't we so all? creepy. Because when I walked into Sirius Radio, like, Three years ago, two years, um, I had just bought a dress at Zara and it was like polka dot and flowers and yes. crazy. Yes, and the yes. first thing you said, you go, and we were, you're like on air. You go, is that that Zara dress that I wanted to buy, but I didn't? And I was like, why, well, yes, it is. That's right. It's all coming back to me now. Yeah. Um, oh my God, girl, I haven't seen you since then. That's true. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, girl. It's so fucking good to have you on the podcast. Good I, to be here. I don't even know like what possessed me because for some reason I thought you were not in New York. I think I put it out there vibes wise. You did. I did. You put it out. You you know what? You manifested it. And so it came true. Oh, do you know what's so funny? Actually, I was at the Watch What Happens studios and I saw Darren. Darren Karp. Yes. And I said that I knew that she co-hosts did. on my radio show. Yes. yes. So I said to her that you remind me of one of my very good friends, Nadine Rajabi. And that's who, a good thing. Oh, she's amazing i'll take it she's the executive producer of below deck mediterranean oh god and she is the coolest person but you guys are both very similar what wait so what what are our similar qualities I'm okay so you got, your voice actually sounds a lot alike because i listen to podcasts voice that twins. you're on i'm like yeah total voice twins but also you're both um and i this is exactly the conversation i had with darren i was like and they're both little like petite little brunette like pretty girls but then also i said they both are like really uh witty comedic but like uplifting like you're both are bubbly like you're nice like you, you bring good vibes thank you kate that, kate oh my god that i'm i'm very honored i appreciate that thank you. so yeah and then andrew laventhal we also have in common you met andrew what when like at people right yes i did um she was getting her makeup done next to me and she was just so funny isn't she hysterical oh my gosh um she is like what you would imagine current day sex in the city carrie bradshaw to me she always dressed super cool. She's totally. super witty. Totally. She's an author. She she yeah. has like three books that she wrote. And I mean, except that she's got two children, which yes. almost is, it, it is more impressive. I was like, you look like that. Yes. You are this Fuck cool. Yes. You have your outfit that together. With two kids. And you've got an infant at home. <laughs> I mean, I can barely get my nails done. I didn't get my nails done because you know what? I have a dog and that's going to be my excuse until tomorrow. <laughs> So finally, I get you on the podcast. I have literally, Below Deck has been one of my favorite shows on Bravo for a very long time. How many seasons have you been on now? Uh, This is my sixth season airing. Jeez. Yeah, so this is Below Deck original seventh season. I came in on season two because the first season, they didn't know about me yet. Girl, well, then they was stupid. Then maybe I didn't watch the first season. I'm not even joking. I was a little bit busy, like, actually working on yachts, so I didn't even know. I, I didn't get the memo in time. Okay, so for people who don't know, Below Deck is a phenomenal show on Bravo. I've, it's been around for a while. I feel like randomly in the last like two years, like watch what crappens. What's his name? I'm going to totally blank. He was, um, he's married to Rebecca Romaine. Jerry O'Connell. Jerry O'Connell. He said that Below Deck is his legit favorite show. You know, it has really exploded, I think, in the last few years because we have the Below Deck Mediterranean spinoff franchise. So that was like 
kept it in people's minds. It kept it going throughout the year. And then also now we've yes. got Below Deck, Below Deck Sailing Yacht coming out. Oh, really? Yeah. I haven't seen that one. I haven't oh, seen the for it. Yeah, it's it's new. It's fresh. Hot tip. Hot take. So you guys, so even though they're like different, but yeah, but I mean, this is the thing that's so amazing about Below Deck is like, not to be a bitch, but I'm going to be a bitch. Southern Charm, it's like original Southern Charm or bust, you know, like Southern Charm, Georgia, get the fuck out of my face. But like, y'all are like the housewives of the ocean. It's just such a genius formula for a reality oh. show because uh, we're all confined in one space. Oh my God. Which is like a big brother situation. Like just lock them in a house together. They'll all go nuts eventually. Except and then your house is on the water. It's smaller oh. and we're working. For real. Yeah. Um, And it's a high stress job. So it really has all the ingredients for a great reality show. And uh, Mark Cronin, the guy who produced it or executive produced it, founded mm-hmm. it, whatever. He um He's made a lot of great reality TV. And he also was very smart because it brings in new crew members every season while retaining some familiar ones. Yes, but like you can't go anywhere. You're never leaving. Oh, well, I mean, I'm, it depends on the location every year. I'm like, Thailand this year? Okay, I want to go to Thailand, <laughs> you know? Okay, but you all legit work in yachting. That's like, that is that was your life before the cameras came in ever, correct? Yeah, after college, um, I just didn't know what I wanted to do yet. I was like, oh, real job, that's scary. Yeah. I'll go work on a yacht for one year, make a lot of money. And then when I come back to land, I'll be like, okay, I've got money. I can figure it out. And then I just loved it. And I kept doing it because uh, you're making great money. You're traveling to amazing can places. We, can we talk money? I love m- money. Yeah, honey is my favorite money. subject matter. We were just saying like, you can never have what? Long enough lashes and, and, yep. and enough money. They say you can never be too rich, too, too thin, thin, or have too long of eyelashes. <laughs> I like to add into that one because it's true. I was using I was using one of those like Latisse or something one year and I used it so much that at one point I was like, do I need to trim these eyelashes? Like Shut who says up. that? <laughs> you and cats and babies. I didn't do it, <laughs> but I thought about it. What did you do with them? I just cut them down. I added more mascara is what I did to them. <laughs> it's like your eyebrows then like become intertwined with your lashes. They were getting out of control. Um, But I mean, how much money is money when it comes to yawning? Like, I, I want to know real fucking numbers. Okay. so Because it is a rough schedule, a rough job. It's, it's yeah, crazy. It is. And so, yeah, it's worth it. Uh, you don't have any expenses is one huge thing. Because, That's enormous. Yeah. So you have no rent. No, you've got a private chef cooking all of your meals. You literally pay for nothing and you're working so much. You don't have time to spend money. So this exactly. money is just going straight into your bank account. A lot of times the yacht owners are from a different country. So right. uh, there's no taxes in international waters. When oh, If you're spending all that time, you know, getting paid from somebody in Austria and you are spending all of your year in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean or whatever, you're like, I'm like, is my account going to yeah. call and yell at me? I mean, that was years ago I filed. I have filed. <laughs> um, but so you are just working, working, working. And next thing you know, and then uh, so you get a salary. And let's say starting out as a bottom, bottom level, entry level crew member, you're getting three grand a month, which okay. isn't great, but it's not, not bad. bad. Especially when you have no expenses. Yeah. So that's yes. three grand cash. And then um, and it goes up quickly after that as you climb the ranks. Uh-huh. And then you're also um, getting charter tips. So like in December of 2012, I guess I did, I was on a very expensive, very high profile charter yacht. And we did a couple charters and including my salary in December, I made $19,000. Jeez. Yeah. That's really good. I mean, captains, they generally make, I can't remember the exact conversion, but I think it's something like if they work on a 150 foot boat, they make $150,000 a year. Like they make... 
Captain Sandy raking it in. Oh, yeah. I can't with Captain Sandy. You know, I like know Captain Sandy like before she was on Bravo. No, I did not know this. I know Captain Sandy's ex-girlfriend. She's my friend's mother. No, I did not know this. Crazy town. Legit. So I met Captain Sandy when I was a straight person. And I obviously knew Captain Sandy was a lesbian because she was dating my friend's mother and also because she's Captain Sandy. And so I was like, she was very intimidating. I remember like, she doesn't smile often and I don't know if she likes me or not. And I think she, she doesn't like, smile often. She's all smiles. Not when I, oh, well, oh, it says a lot. Yeah. Not when I met her. Okay. Was, very serious. Was it your friend's mom's first girlfriend? Yes. And now I think my friend's mom has gone back to dating men. So we're, there's, this is we're talking about this today. We have to, because I used to be a straight person. This is how I say it. I used to be a straight person and now I'm in love with dating, living with, probably going to marry my girlfriend, not probably definitely going to marry my girlfriend, Taylor, who also edits this podcast. Honey, sorry for that little brief hiccup. She just doesn't want to ruin the surprise. <laughs> Keep the romance alive. Keep the romance alive. We were, we were talking about how excited you were earlier. It's so true. And you also, we watched on the show below deck that you had a same sex romance. I did. And now, and I really don't know where you are on the sexual spectrum, like at all anymore. So wait, hold off. We will get to it. Okay. Okay. But back to Captain Sandy, right. the queen of the lesbians. Yes. She's definitely, she's not she's, going back to yeah. men ever. <laughs> I, I mean, is she gold star? I don't know. She's probably gold, gold star. star. She's probably gold star. So, um, yeah, I, I met her through a family friend, but like, I, I remember when, Blow Deck Mediterranean was coming on and they were like, and we've got a new captain, Captain Sandy. I was like, no fucking shit, I know her. That is the craziest shit I've ever heard. So it took me a while to get into that season because, or like that franchise, because I just like knew her so well. Well, not like so well, but But enough that I was like, this is freaking me out, you know? Like I can't really watch Vanderpump Rules anymore. I do like after, after the season, but like watching it real time, it just like, I can't form opinions. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. So I like don't even want to be in the mix with the conversation because like once I get too close to like the entire cast, it just becomes. Have you ever made a cameo on Vanderpump background? No, no, they tried. So this is something I really want to talk about with you. They've actually tried a couple times. I've been out there for things when there's like cameras around. And Kate, I get so nervous on camera. I can't even begin to explain. I become I am so comfortable on microphones. I do. I'm even comfortable in front of cameras on sets. There's something about a reality TV camera. I think I feel out of control. I don't know my angles. I just like, I lose my shit. And I, I like, I, I run into the corner like Blair Witch Project and, and hide. How and long did you try? Uh, how long was the time? It was like quick. Because it, was, it was very quick. I will quick. tell you, I don't have anxiety. I don't get nervous about much. But my first time walking up on my first season, it was the closest to a panic attack I think I've ever had. I had a, my MacBook with me. And because I had all production looking at me and all these cameras looking at me, I don't think they, they didn't use the footage. There's no way they could because I looked like a crazy person. <laughs> I was just opening and closing my MacBook that I don't even think I was turning it on. I was like, uh-huh. I was just like trying to look professional. So I'd, we're like at a bar. We were at a bar. Like I was just meeting everybody before we moved on the boat. And I was just like opening it and closing it. And they were like, why does she keep opening her laptop? That makes me feel better. I was so nervous. So I'm in, I'm one of Stassi's bridesmaids. And it's going to be on camera. It's just oh. it's no ifs, ands, or buts. And literally Stassi and Bo Rizzo said to me, you got to really get better at being on camera because you're really, really bad. And you're going to be like bridal party. And there's not a ton of bridesmaids. And you're like going to have to be able to leave to speak up and stuff. Like Christina Kelly is not in the cast, but like she's comfortable and we all know her from being on the show. Like um, Sassy has a couple other friends that have been like sprinkled in. So like, I've got to get good at this, but I, Kate, I don't know how to do it. Tell me how to do it. I wish I could, but I was just like, what can I tell her? But here's what's tricky for you guys in that situation. 
at least on Below Deck. Your we, castmate. No, we have so many, so much work to do oh, right. that I don't have, like, I was nervous until we got on the boat and I was like, oh shit, we got guests coming tomorrow and I got a lot of work to do. I don't have time to be, so then so you get over I, the had, I had other things to think about right? and I was just almost like, move out of my way, camera guy. I got to get to the stew pantry. Right. And then, so that was kind of a good distraction for you. You should probably, I don't know, imagine the camera guy in their underwear. <laughs> oh my God. It really is. It's like. It's something, it's like a fear that I can't ever explain. So for so it makes me feel better, though, to know that you were freaked out, too. So, okay. I have a tip. Okay, go. I feel like that you were probably, I don't know, did you ever do, like, when you were younger, like, home family videos? I bet you were such a ham. I was such a ham. Yeah, okay, so I become friends with the camera guys. I mean, we're not allowed to talk to them. Very strict fourth wall. Okay. But, I mean... When you're standing that close in close quarters with a human for six weeks, season after season, yes, you just kind of like f- are familiar. So I almost now get sad if the cameras aren't on me. And when they are on me, I kind of like turn into that that childhood ham. Got it. Just think of it that way. Think of it as your your friend. The camera guy is your cousin, is your brother, it's your it's your sister, it's your friend. And you are just like, da-da-da, da-da-da, <laughs> da-da-da. But here's the thing. You're on the show, okay? The Vanderpump people are on the show. I'm not on. I don't want to look like one of those thirsty losers who's like comes in for like something special that their friends on the show and then they're like all annoyed. Like I don't want to be one of the annoying you guests will, you that will, you guys have to. Deal you will with. never be that person. You're already uh, so cool that you're past that. But yeah, also, I love you, but I'm pretty annoying. But also, you're gonna be wearing a bridesmaid's dress, so <laughs> everybody's gonna like. That's your power. I guess so. the bridesmaid's dress is your secret like power. It's like my. You belong there. It's my. It's my invisible it's your, cape. It's your in. Okay, fine. Do you know what your bridesmaid's dress is? No yet? idea. Yet. I love hearing about wedding details. I know it's so much fun. It is fun. Weddings are the best. I do a I, podcast for Betches called Betches Brides, and all we do is talk weddings. Oh my That's gosh! It. And it's like I love it. I love a wedding talk. I love. I've planned my own wedding seventeen times. Never been engaged, but I've got seventeen <laughs> Pinterest boards. I just love planning a wedding. Okay, so you're really working, but like below deck, I are real life. And then you get on the show. How, I don't even know that story on how you became a castmate. Well, actually, it's kind of funny. So I was working as a chief stew on a boat, same size. And um, the chief stew from season one, she was really bad. She was bad at her job. She had wet hair on camera. I was like, no. that is, in general, even if there aren't cameras, you should not be having wet hair in front of <laughs> any workplace situation, you know? Yes. I was like, it was embarrassing to my friends and family. I'm like, I don't want them to see this girl doing the job this way and think that's what I do because she's not displaying it great. Right. Well, she was also from Tampa, Florida. Okay. And the chef... <laughs> the face, the face, the face. I'm from Melbourne. I'm from the East Coast of Florida. It's oh, a little wait. different. Where are you from? Melbourne Beach. Uh, space shuttle area, Space Coast. Oh, shit. My mom's a Fort Lauderdale girl. Oh, I love Fort Lauderdale. Born and raised. Yachting capital of the world. I know. Right. It's awesome. So this first season, stew was Chief Stew was from Tampa and the chef on the yacht I was working on uh, Rachel, she was on America's Next Top Model one year. She's gorgeous. She's got red hair. She's nuts. Um, she's crazy, but she's fun. And she was like, I'm from Tampa. I hate that. Can I, say, I can say bitch. Yeah. She was like, I hate that bitch. And she's like, I used to, uh, she used to like make sushi and the chief stew would act like she was making the sushi, go get it from my friend's restaurant and bring it to her yacht. Shut up. And like, they like got into an altercation, very Tampa style. Um, what, uh, describe. I don't like, know. I wasn't there. Hoops so, out. Yeah, exactly. I think, <laughs> I think it was at a club. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Past like, clear heels off. Yeah, they threw it. I don't know. But she's like, I hate that bitch. And I looked at her. I said, Rachel, don't worry. I'm going to take her job. No way. Yeah. And I did. How? Do, how? Um, because, okay, so there's, well, because I get what I want because <laughs> I'm a good friend. So that's okay. why I'm on below deck. So I'm a really good friend, Taylor. When I say I'm going to do something for my friends, I fucking do, do it. it okay? Yeah. 
No, you're, for real. You're welcome, Rachel. Real for real. How'd you get that job? Um, they have um, casting agents. And there was like a book, How to Become a Yachty, that I read to get in the, into the industry. And the author had heard about this yachting reality show coming out and contacted me and said, I know you're a yachty and I know that you're a good writer. So will you update my book for me? Uh, because the show's coming out. I'm like, sure. And then because I was doing that, I was in contact with production because I was trying to find out the air date. And then they remembered me. I was like, Amazing. by the way. Amazing. By the way, would I'm you available? By the way, would you like to audition? Or and I was when that happened, I was like, it's happening. Oh, you are a manifester. I You're am. A manifester. I am. It's a very powerful thing. I don't think a lot of the population is, but I realize I'm a manifester too. But the scary thing is I can manifest good, but also bad. Well, that's why you can't worry about things because what that is is manifesting. And then it will happen. Good thoughts only, yeah. Good thoughts only. Well, that's why I'm here because I was I was talking about you to Darren literally the next day. And I was manifesting you as well. This is so crazy. We manifestoed together. We did. I feel like there's a joke there, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't know what it is either. Thinking on it right now. Yeah. Okay, so finally we're here. We're in the room. We have got, our lives are too similar. And no, we're not both in yachting. We both, you know, like, I, I think we're both equally confused about our sexuality. Well, it sounds like you're not that confused. I'm not confused about who I love, but I'm confused about uh, like, what my label is for yeah, fucking I, sure. I am confused about that because I don't want to be like, remember when Lindsay Lohan dated a girl for a while? Uh, Samantha Ronson. I yeah. could not have been more obsessed, which makes me go like, you are a lesbian, Taylor. Oh, no. I thought it was like, at that time, it was before I ever dated a woman. Okay. And I was like. Same though. Same for me. Oh, and I, and I think Samantha Ronson's really cool. But I was kind of like, oh, you need attention. I was like, make up your mind. Like, I was so judgmental about it. I was shockingly not judgmental because normally I am. And I was like, like, I hated Katy Perry's I Kissed a Girl and I Liked It. it I was, hated that too. I hated that song it's so much. They're doing it for attention. I hate it when girls are at clubs that are straight and they hold hands as they're walking through the club. Cause it's or like, make out for attention. Oh, no, I, I hate, hate no. that shit. So maybe we are lesbians and we're like, what's it called? Internalized homophobia. <laughs> we're like mad at them because they were doing what we wanted to be doing. So wait, so wait. Think of the first time you were ever exposed to like the idea of lesbianism and what your reaction was to it. Think. For me, I really think it was Katy Perry's I Kissed a Girl. Oh, wow. You were late bloomer. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was raised in a super conservative household. And so I remember when it came out, I was like, this song is stupid because it promotes girls going to nightclubs and making out with each other for male gratification. And I'm like, no, so not fucking here for it. So that's when it started. Then when I saw Black Swan, I was like very upset. And I was like, I hate this movie. It's stupid. Why'd they have to have her go down on her? That's so unnecessary. And then I was at a nightclub with my husband, ex-husband. Um, that's funny. Thank you. And there we were like we were like club kids you know like we were always at like one oak and like avenue and butter on a monday and there were these two girls gorgeous making out and i started throwing ice at them like chunks of ice and now in retrospect i'm like if they were legitimately a couple that is like a hate crime oh my god <laughs> but you know what I trust your judgment enough that you could tell that they weren't they were they, not they weren't they Listen, were not i don't think two lesbians would go to one oak to make out I'm just, I'm just saying i'm just saying i mean what do i i'm not judging i'm just saying so but the but the guys that we're with were like stop it we like it and I'm, of course you do that's yeah. why i'm throwing ice yeah. at them because like this is so lame that they're doing this for attention but like that was always my that was always my knee-jerk reaction was like i hate when girls do this for attention i don't like this yeah and then honestly also i thought that i thought girls either do it for attention or i thought i was like oh 
they couldn't get a boyfriend. <laughs> okay, so when did you come over to the dark side? Remind everybody. Uh, I can't remember it what was season it was. It was 2016. Um, I had just broken up with a boyfriend. I uh, sent him to rehab because he needed to go. And it was like in my small hometown. Ugh. And there was this six foot one Spanish. It was like David Beckham mixed with Penelope Cruz. Like, like had, literally. Had literally. Pro, ex-pro soccer player but Spanish accent. Yep. And very convincing. <laughs> but Would it's you in use my the word swag to describe her entirety. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's like my girlfriend Taylor. She has like swag for days. Could turn anyone into a lesbian. Well, that's even um, a gay man, quite frankly. Yeah. So <laughs> had the swag and also liked turning uh straight that's girls. Yeah. Lesbians like like true lesbians like, like to turn that. straight girls. I don't know what it is. I'm not a true lesbian. I'm not a true lesbian. We can't explain this, but like I def my Taylor when we first got together she well i i initiated it and she said no because we're such good friends and you're in the middle of a divorce and like i think this is bad because i lose interest and like we're so close i think you need me as a friend more than that and she's like also you're straight i'm not interested in that but then after i like told her to crush it was like very quick you know snowball into us oh she really did love you i know she didn't want to use you for sex I know. But then she did. <laughs> she totally but then did. She did. <laughs> and she, but I remember she, once we were like together together, she was like, it's kind of awesome because you are my type. And I was like, what's that? And she's like, straight, straight. girl. And I was like, what is that? What is that? You, you just seemed really straight when you did that. What is that? <laughs> what is, I don't know. That? And I still feel like I am a straight girl. Completely. <laughs> just in love with the woman. It's personality. Yeah. Oh, and also I'm not attracted to like, Femme, females like see six, my girlfriend is confusing over she, six foot wears man cl- clothing yep, probably yep masculine clothing yep. well my girl my tailor is when i first met her she was like always like very like double rl like you know like denim on denim vibes but like super tall six one thin 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 blonde 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 but like makeupy because she's from philly and philly girls are always makeupy so she she was giving me like girl vibes and boy vibes and I didn't what know what to do with it. What is double RL? Oh, um, Ralph Lauren. It's oh, like, yeah, that, like I know what Ralph Lauren is. I don't know, it's but but like double RL is like they're like more like westerny. Like, oh, oh, okay, okay. Label. Okay, you know what I mean? so she yes. was like cool. Oh, like so like, cool. She looks like an off-duty model. Is yeah. what I'll oh, say. Oh, that's cool. But then like we'll go to weddings and she'll wear dresses and, and honestly that pisses me off. Kate, it I have pisses, never felt more interested in my entire and, life. It would piss me off, and also it was very confusing. When I'm, I go I'm, places, I'm the girl. I'm, I'm the girl. <laughs> I'm the one. And then, like, if people, would, I'm like, do they think she's pretty? Because I'm, I'm the girl. I would like. Am I jealous of her, or am I jealous of her attention she's getting? Why or, has this taken so long for us to talk about this? It's because just, it was this, so confusing. This is exactly it. So the thing with Taylor is like. She was really rocking like like flat hat brim vibes uh-huh. in the beginning. So I was like, a uh, man one. I'm the girl one. Yeah. But then as like our relationship progressed and time went by, like we got to do more and more things together. And like when she goes to weddings, she wears fucking heels and dresses. And every wedding we fucking fight. And I know it's because I'm jealous. What is she going to wear to Stassi's wedding? You can't do that on camera. Kate. No, I, it gets crazier. So not only is this going to be on camera, Taylor, my Taylor, she's going to be a groomswoman for Bo. So they're going to put her in like a fucking Blake Lively goddamn like simple From the, favor oh God, that suit. I wanted to wear, start wearing suits. Same. Same. And I'm going to be in some fucking bridesmaids dress. I mean, oh, Saucy, so luckily they'll probably be really good. Oh, but yeah, like, she will. Tay's going to be like fucking chic and sexy. She looks like Blake Lively. 
shit. I know. It's a lot. It's a no, lot. No, I'm not. You're going to look gorgeous. Everybody's going to look gorgeous. It's going to be great. But I totally understand. It's like. Right? It's. It's just very confusing. And it's very, it's weirdly competitive. And it's something it that like straight couples do not, no. do not get, do not understand. If a guy is hitting on your girlfriend, are you mad at him? Are you jealous that he's not hitting on you? Like, or are you insulted? You know, that's insulted. Yeah, that's I'm a, insulted. I, I, how dare you? Yeah. I remember Tay and I were out at like a nightclub, like right in the beginning of our relationship. And this guy was flirting with her. I knew she was zero interested. It was like her like, you know, like club promoters. It's just like fucking creep bag. Sorry, guys. I know it's like a blanket statement, but it's the fucking truth. Yeah. And like your job is to like be around drunk girls and like get their numbers and like use your power to like, you know, pour them a drink. Give me a fucking break. Yeah. So he was like flirting with her. And I obviously knew she was zero interested. And but I got so pissed that he wasn't interested in us. Or me, or whatever. So now, and I started flirting with the random, his random, disgusting friends to yeah. piss every, everyone off. Yeah, I don't know what I was doing. It was so crazy. I think I went through exactly that. Okay, wait. Ex- ex- explain it to a T for me, because I need to understand like your experiences. Because like T, sometimes T will like borrow my clothes to weddings that don't fit me anymore. That's a mind fuck. Oh well, my ex at the time, she was very manly. Um, I don't yeah, know. Is that even politically correct to say? I don't know. Um, she she was she, she was she, very butch. She, she would was never wear very masculine. Yeah, she would never wear a dress. My tailor's way more feminine yeah. than your but, ex. But it's like I would get jealous and insulted, and also <laughs> pissed off because this is a bait and switch. This is not the deal I signed up for, <laughs> and I don't want to compete with some any like. Oh, now we're competition, and I might get cheated on. Like. <laughs> It's a very confusing vibe. It is. I mean, my parents are like, you've never been crazier in your life, which is saying something. And I said, you have to understand, I feel like a 13-year-old girl. Like, I feel like I don't know the rules. And like, I I, I, I get straight rules, like the back of my goddamn hand. I am like a, I am a, um, I'm a minx in the straight world. Oh, yeah. I know who can get who, who's out of their league. Oh, don't have to worry about her. She would no, never look at him. It was like going to a foreign country because <laughs> my relationship did not end so well. And I, I, I yeah. Everybody knows. But <laughs> she was fucking crazy, but I didn't see it because I thought it was just how lesbians were. Cause yeah. I, and it, but I explain it this way. Like, I'm well-traveled. I've been to a lot of places because of my yachting career. I St. Martin is not the safest place, but I know what alleys to not walk down at yeah. what times of night. I know what part of the island is safe, what isn't. Yes. But dating a woman for the first time, it was like going to a new country where I'd never been. I didn't know what was safe. I didn't know what was right, what was wrong. I was like, I got mugged and robbed blind <laughs> because I was just like in a foreign world. I didn't speak the language. I just wanted to like know where the bar was and I was like walking into a gangster den. It's I don't like, know. Can I get a translator? A series. Yeah, exactly. Can exactly. you translate lesbian and then, emotional yeah. rollercoaster? And then I was so, so emotional. So I thought, oh, well, it's two women. Of course it's emotional. Of course. But no, I mean, but no. I, no, there's, 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 I don't, <laughs> I mean, it is, it is, but it, it's confusing. Is right. what you, did, you didn't know what was like red flag emotions yeah. and what was like healthy, normal emotions. Yeah. I know. Oh, it so really, it's, it's a wild ride. It is. Let me tell you. So how long did that relationship last for? Oh, not long at all. We met um, like New Year's, and then I went away for filming. And then when then I got, she came to visit for filming, she sure did. Surprised me. Yeah, we got to meet her on the show. Surprised me. Did not know she was coming. Um, really? Yeah. yeah. You know, some people want to be on TV. Okay. Uh-huh. okay. I wish I had okay. known because maybe I would have uh, blow dried my hair for that major scene. <laughs> uh- <laughs> you always look so good on camera, which is like fucking rude. Would have been a little helpful. Um, I think they probably put a filter on me or something. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you, production. Uh, they have to. 
But um, and then I we got back. I got back from filming, and it ended very shortly after that. Very shortly. Yeah. And can I like, what was like the main issue? Just your confusion? No, the main in- issue was, you know, some her temper and her yes. controllingness. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And so it was, I like it was an, an unhealthy relationship, but I didn't see the signs because I, it was a new world to me. Okay. So here's the thing. So then that's over, and then are you like? I don't fucking know which box to check anymore. No, I was, it ended so badly and traumatically for me that I was very certain after that, like never going back there. (laughs) You know what? That, I never want to go back to that island ever again. Nope. Okay. Checked that box. No pun intended. (laughs) And uh, not going back there. That that was scary and I did not like it. I'm lucky I got out alive. Okay. So for reals. So uh, that's it. No girls ever again. Uh, No, I mean, I've, dated guys but then recently a six foot two woman here we go had a crush on me okay and i wasn't completely i think it's been long enough since my trauma yes that i was like well maybe really okay okay so i don't know but here's the thing i don't want to be the Lindsay lohan like (laughs) oh i don't want to be like oh i'm by curious i I hate the word i hate it i hate the word i hate it so much and if you're by no offense offense. for you like good for you it's just not for me vagina out but like i do it i can't i want to make a decision in my life like i want to like say i like this or i like that i feel like i don't want to be wishy-washy but i really i guess it comes down to um personality so you're saying and height like i'm I'm, like (laughs) (laughs) i mean i really think or like I will always, if I ever am attracted to a woman, it's never going to be a femme woman. No. Ever. I'm with you. Yeah. Then I'm going to keep you away from my girlfriend. But she is femme. No, she's When confusing. you said makeup, I said, mm-mm. Oh, good. Great. Mm-mm. Makeup every day. Makeup to the gym. Oh, hell no. I'd, <laughs> I'd be the butch one. <laughs> I don't want to be the butch one. <laughs> I kind of think I'm starting to become the man one, which freaks me the fuck out. But now I'm also like trying to like embrace it. Like I'm like like I'm more like I'm like I'm the daddy. I'm like the breadwinner. It's confusing. It's I will tell people this. It's very confusing. And yeah, it's it, it's a lot. I'm here's the thing with Tay. I love her so much. This is gonna be like I'm gonna get like real cheesy. Um, I love her so much that like I don't think I could ever love like that again. Like for real. And like going out and searching for it would be fucking pointless. And being in a same-sex relationship is confusing and it's hard and it's, you know, it's not the norm, a.k.a. it's it's different. Therefore, it's just harder. It's just, it's that simple. Um, so I think if we didn't work out, I would just like try to find like a super old dude who like didn't have a penis that really worked and just like and super rich, not poor. Yeah, yeah, poor yeah. poor no, and no, old. No. Disaster. No. <laughs> no. Pointless. <laughs> Pointless. Like literally. Like crazier <laughs> than dating a crazy lesbian. Like that's like the worst idea ever. So I would find a super rich, super old, and uh-huh. I and like don't tell the old guys that I'm saying this because I don't want them like seeing me coming from a mile away. Listen, I don't think you have to worry about it. I don't either. But I really, that's truly the route that me, I. Me, however, well, so okay, if so- you guys have any old friends out there, <laughs> me, however, no, but really, what's your type? Um, tall, successful, funny. Yep, man uh, or woman. Um. Mostly men. Mostly men. Probably men. But you're not saying 100% no to women. Um, It depends on, yeah, I'm not saying 100% no. But I don't think for like long term. Yeah. Which makes me a slut. (laughs) (laughs) 
So now I've got to deal with that. Oh, so now you got that label. Yeah. <laughs> what labels do you have? Are you gay or you straight? I'm labels. just a slut. You're a slut? I'm a bi slut. You're bi? I'm a bi slut. <laughs> Would you say- Money digging. Oh, gold digging, gold, gold digging, digging whore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, do this, you think a lot of people slap the label bitch on you from, from uh, oh, the show? Oh, 100%. I, I, they say it like it's a bad thing. I think these days it's a compliment. I agree. Um, and also when they see me on TV, I'm working and I have a lot of pressure on me. It's um, yachting. Everything has to be perfect for safety and for the standards of the really wealthy guests. And right. um, I usually have people that I'm, managing who are bad at their job yeah and hard to manage so you had one this last season i'm forgetting her name. oh yeah because you i like i only know like your name and captain lee yeah but then everybody else like i get to well, they change like, so much it's true but yeah so i'm not in my real life i am so not like what i am on the show i mean that, i'm not being different but i'm no, that's working you yeah that's working me and when i'm working on land yeah i do go into that mode but i'm so much more chill I mean, I'm not, I'm still bitchy, but I'm not a bitch. I'm pretty, I'm, I'm still lesbian y, but I'm not a <laughs> lesbian. I'm pretty tough when it comes to business. Like, I don't think it's, it's a side to me that I've never really ex experienced before. And it's like ever since I got fired from Sirius and have my own business to run now, I'm like, no fucking bullshit. And I have like no time. Like, recently I had um, somebody who like asked me for a lot of work advice. I'm going to try to protect her identity. But she said to me, she was like, do you think I'm like, I'm, I'm like too annoying and pushy. And I was like, yes, I do. Which is like something I would never really say to someone's face. But when it comes to business, I'm like, you need to know how you come across and it does not come across well. Annoying and pushy. Like uh, in like just in talking wise. Because I mean, I think at some point being a pushy is good, but it's like, it's like a fine balance. I never want, like I hate doing negotiations and stuff like that. I hate it too. I hate it. No, like, like how do I explain this? Like she's kind of like, she won't take no for an answer, but up to a point. And I said, that's good. That's good, but up not to a point, point girl. Because yeah. I said, you know, you keep asking me the same question. I keep giving the same answer. Then you keep asking me one more time. Then I ignore you. Then you bring me up ignoring you. I'm ignoring oh. you to be polite. Like oh. read between the lines because sometimes people will say no and they really oh. mean it. No. And also that just seems almost desperate. That's a good yeah. word to explain it. Yeah. yeah. it's That's not pushy. Pushy is like strong connotation like yeah. this is like not taking no for an answer it's like get the hint sometimes but like when do you take no for an answer because sometimes you just got to yeah but when well it depends are we talking about I dating hear, yeah, or work I, I hear yes so much i, don't I even mean know. What, what is that word you just said <laughs> is it no no it's like that word is yeah that's not applicable um, to me sorry i don't i don't know that word it's time to take a quick break to talk about one of our sponsors amazing sponsor might i add fabletics here's the deal Fabletics is a fashion-focused activewear brand with a mission to empower women by making a healthy, active lifestyle accessible to everyone because of its exceptional price point. No matter if you're like Zen and Yoga, crushing it in CrossFit, or like taking a stroll in the park, that would be my category. Fabletics literally has you covered with amazing gym wear, suitable for literally any workout. I'm not a huge worker outer. I'm not proud of that. It's part of my New Year's resolution is to work out more. But I actually wear Fabletics every single day. They are my go-to pants. They're so great for travel. I wear their sports bras. I love their jackets. But their leggings are really like my number one favorite thing. I love all of their styles. But for me, my number one most favorite right now is the Trinity high-waisted pocket capri i like a capri because i'm 5'4 i'm a little short so i like to the the regular ones are just a little bit too long on me they have hold in the tummy like where my little pooch is 
But like, it's not restrictive and uncomfortable. It works with me, but yet still holds me in. It's a miracle. Y'all, Fabletics is your one-stop shop for affordable gym wear. And all of their designs, by the way, are created in-house. So trust me, you seriously cannot find these pieces anywhere else. If you've never tried Fabletics, I highly recommend starting at their collections page so you can actually see all the trending pieces. And they also release brand new styles, collections, prints every single month. And here's a little pro tip. If you become a VIP with Fabletics, you're going to get up to 50% off regular pricing and instant access to their latest collections. Plus, the best part is that there's no commitment to order on a regular basis, so you can like skip any single month. And also, Fabletics is offering my listeners an incredible deal that you don't want to miss. Get two leggings for only, are you ready for $24? That's a $99 value. When you sign up for a VIP, just go to fabletics.com slash Taylor to take advantage of this deal right now. Again, that's fabletics.com slash T-A-Y-L-O-R to get two leggings for only $24. And also, like I said, free shipping on orders over $49. International shipping is also available and there is absolutely no commitment when you purchase your first order. Again, that's fabletics.com slash T-A-Y-L-O-R. Also, make sure to enter your email address when you take the style quiz so you'll receive those exclusive discounts and the inside scoop about new collections that haven't been released yet. And like I'm telling you, they sell out of stuff really quick. So you don't want to miss out on those super duper good deals. Fabletics.com slash T-A-Y-L-O-R. Terms and conditions do apply. And now back to the podcast. Also, and I don't mean to get all like women's empowerment, but I mean, hey, uh, Captain Lee, everybody's like, oh, he's the stud of the sea. He's a salty sea captain. And like also the bosuns, the male leadership role on our show um, through the years, the guys in that position have said things like, I don't care about what time you guys want to get your ass on deck. And like, but because it's guys, they say like, oh, they're just, you know, keeping those yachties in check, you know, laws of the sea. I say, excuse me, could you please go finish the laundry that you never did and you were supposed to? Thanks. They're like, she is such a bitch. It's so crazy. It's like, I actually am the nicest out of all the managers in Below Deck seasons past and franchises. Yeah. I actually speak the most calm. You are very calm. Uh, Yeah, I am. Very. You're like, you're just very direct. You're to the point. I need this done. I mean, we're going to have a bed making contest. I'm going to try to make it fun. (laughs) Yeah. Like I seriously, I'm like, let's do Let's make it fun. Let's do the Olympics. Da, da, da. Um, but for some reason, I'm the one that gets called a bitch when I feel like actually if it was all same sex that you would see that I actually use the most polite and not that I'm not complaining about uh, my coworkers managerial styles. I'm just right. saying I don't think it's fair that I'm called the bitch when you're just like actually asking people to literally do just, their job. And I'm that's just what my job is. Like, listen, if I were a delegator, me, if it well, it's just what my the job I there's laundry that needs to be done. You're not doing it. It's my job to ask you to do it. What are your shifts like on the ship? Uh, really, we seriously work 16 hours a day. Um, So, well, yeah. So um, you get eight hours of sleep and then they get 30 minutes to get ready. And then you get a two hour break. And this is like, like there's no Every single for filming. You, no, you're watching no, actually. Real deal. Below, filming the show, it's, it's not scripted at all. People ask that all the time. Um, everything that happens really happens. But it's actually more difficult than a real charter season on a real yacht because we're putting so much content into just six weeks. It's not going to be real interesting to watch the crew sleep for a day because we're tired. Right. So we don't have any days off every day for six weeks, every single day. When is... you start to just like kind of hit a wall. Oh, um, well, it's first when I get there. Um my body is like rejecting the work because I haven't been doing it for a while. <laughs> and then like, I want to go check my phone. I want to go play with my dog. I'm like, I'm like, 
but I remember, oh shit, that's not what this is. Right. So it takes like a couple of days to like get back into that swing. And then you're busy, 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 and you're working, working, working. And then somewhere around uh, week four, week five, uh-huh. it is like a drug you cannot buy on the street. Uh, you, it is <laughs> so good. You get so exhausted and so overworked and you just stay in on that damn boat for so long oh my that you God. just, everything is funny. It is like, it's kind of fun. You're like, well, what's it? Like, it's like punch drunk. It is like punch. It's like work drunk. Yeah. Cabin fever. It's cabin fever. I get it only because of tour life because it, you get to a point where it, you're so exhausted and tired. It's you're delirious. It's delirious. And it's just like, you can't even give a fuck because no. if you give one fuck, you'll give a million fucks and you'll crumble on the ground and Or die. you're just out of fucks to give you. Like, I have the opposite of a panic attack. I have like, I don't give a fuck episodes. Like, <laughs> I just, I'm fresh out, guys. <laughs> Oh, God, the show is so fucking good. How do you guys find the, I guess, the, 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 not, not customers. Oh, the charter guests. The charter guests. I really have, everybody always asks me, like, how much does it cost? I'm like, listen, I don't go up to the guests and say, so, how much did you pay? I have no idea. Um, and I think that similar to the crew on the yacht, uh, they do kind of apply. But as long as, I think our executive producer, Mark Cronin, he said in an interview, you know, as long as their check clears, we're pretty excited because yeah. it's an expensive trip. And um, but I think they do kind of want to make sure as the show has gotten bigger, more people are interested and aware of the opportunity. Of course. So they, they'll choose people who are like interesting. Um, what's the biggest tip you guys have gotten and the lowest tip you guys have gotten? Honestly, ever? I have no idea that I really need to start lying in these answers because I get asked that all the time. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Um, because for, I mean, three grand for two days. To 2500 for two days sounds pretty high. Yeah. Um, we make usually around 17,000 uh, in that six weeks just in tips. Yes. So, um, each or collectively? No, each. Holy shit. Yes. Yeah, so we each, we will each get like 2500 on a really good tip for that one charter. What's the worst tip? I mean, I think we each got a thousand bucks. Um, I mean, I've, have I ever been on a boat that didn't tip yeah, us? Yeah. Have that. I think I was working on a yacht. Um, owned by it was privately owned and they used the hell out of this yacht we're in the mediterranean and it was like we were going saint tropez and ibiza and back and forth and they had their friends coming over we had blow up beds and i was like uh, doing a hospital corner on a blow up bed it's like the low point of my life <laughs> like they were like being very stingy and yes. then they left at the end they owned the yacht so technically they weren't chartering it and they didn't tip us anything after like two i didn't have a day off for two months come on yeah and, and what you can read do, you do? Oh, i wrote a book about it to shame them and it's called lucky charming and you can get it on amazon say that again so people can go buy it we can <laughs> yeah, shame them. It actually it's true um it's called lucky charming and it's available on amazon and i literally after that really incredibly difficult first season in yachting or first year I had to write it about it as a catharsis. And then that's kind of one of the reasons I did Blow Deck. That's crazy. Because I wrote the book and I was like, this is actually a really good book because I knew that this was before the show that it was a voyeuristic glimpse into a world that nobody knew about, like celebrities, glamour, travel, yachts. Well, that's why it's so, the show's so good. Because it's, it, I think Jerry, yeah, it was Jerry O'Connell that said it, it's upstairs, downstairs. It's it's down Abbey on the water yes. in modern times. Okay, I've heard this before and I understand how people who have not worked in yachting can say that, but I get a little defensive because here's why. Okay, Listen, go. Mrs. Mary Crawley, no, those, that was the upstairs. Whatever. Um, the butler and the, the Mrs. Fillmore, I don't know the names, but the, the downstairs people... <laughs> That's their only life and they're stuck. In, okay, totally. so yachting is more like young, attractive people yes. traveling. And also the charter guests or the yacht owners, They sometimes I was on a yacht where they only visited two days and four months. 
the yacht is ours. Yeah. And so we're like going cool places. I'm a, I'm a trained firefighter. Like it's a little more. Ba- what? Yeah. We all have to be. Uh, we all have to do this uh, training. I've done it three times. It's the worst. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you've got to. I'm trained in firefighting. I had to put the suit on and like no, fight fires. I can't, you know I can't envision that. I'll show you what. Uh, pictures. <laughs> it was so heavy. So hard. I really respect firefighters. Um, But yeah. So it's a little more badass than Downton Abbey. But I yes. can see the similarity. Um. So when you're not on charter or charter season, what's life like? So is it kind of like when you're working, you're working crazy hours. And then when you're off, you're like chilling. I mean, I know that you have more going on than just that. But like, so uh, yachting is really an industry of extremes. So the highs are very high. Like when the guests are off the boat or when the guests take you with them and you're like, in San Tropez and you're having a party and they're like giving you Manolos uh, that they decided to fit them. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh wait, tell me all. So t- many presents. I've got presents so many perks. presents. Please, so many presents everything. and perks. Um, just uh, Manolos, you were the same size. They would just take, bring shopping bags down and be like, we didn't want it or we're not, not going to fit it in our uh, suitcase. We went shopping. Like these people are so rich. Like they just, they have like billions. Right. And also when you spend a week. So on the show, our guests are only there for two nights. Right. When on, not on the show. Um, the le- least amount of time you can rent a yacht for is seven days. Usually they'll do it for like seven days, two weeks. So you become friends with the richest people. Would you say most of the people are cool or yes. are most of the people assholes? No. How about this? The more money I have, the cooler they are. Yes. Amazing. They're all so cool, so generous. And they really like, I mean, like Andy Cohen, for example, he goes on uh, DVF's yacht all the time. Oh, shut up. Yeah. He had the whole crew from her yacht bartend at Watch What Happens. That's why. I didn't put two and two together. You get to know them. You spend so much time with them and you're seeing them at their most relaxed. And Wh- whoever sure, they like, are. Have you worked with crazy celebrities? You probably can't talk about it, right? Yeah. I mean, I was on one boat that was super high profile. Um, Star Jones borrowed my laptop for two days. That was a little annoying. Um, <laughs> I mean, I love you, Star, but I kind of needed it. Uh, she, I thought she had to borrow for five minutes. And I was to do. Yeah, I, mean, so I want it. So what is she check. doing? Was she just... She, she, I guess she didn't bring her. She's like, does anybody have a laptop I can borrow? I was like, yeah, you can borrow mine. But then I it was like... Two days later, I was like, I kind of want to check my Facebook. Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I I, I didn't check her history. Um, Oh, you should have. I know. I was such an innocent, sweet little thing. Um, Kid Rock, I had on board. He was so polite. That's what I'm saying. You were lying to me. No, we we had a party in Saint-Tropez and... Uh, the yacht owner's wife, the one rule was no smoking on the boat. Okay. And this was like the biggest party in Saint-Tropez at the end of July when it's like everybody seen be seen. Like the boat was almost sinking because that's how many humans were on the boat. Oh my God. And at the very top was Kid Rock. And uh, this was 2008 when he had like his second big hit. Uh-huh. Like it was, he was like real famous, top yep. of his game. He had a playmate looking girl on each arm <laughs> and he went to go light up a cigar and the stewardess next to me, she was like from Alaska. She did not give a shit about who anybody was. She's oh, like, my God. I was like, oh, my God, he's lighting a cigar. She's like, I'm going to go tell him. I was like, no, don't do that. Because I was afraid. Wrong. I know I thought he was going to be like, my name is Kit. Like, just like <laughs> ruin the. I was like, I don't think he's like, don't. I don't think it's a good idea. Let's not confront Kid Rock. OK, um, you know, let's put it out soon. And she marched. She's like f- five one. She marched right over there. I was like, excuse me, sir. Oh, my God. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> you need to put that out. And I was like, here, this is happening. This is how it ends. And he just said, oh, my goodness, I am so sorry. And, like, put it out. And that was, it was it. Stars. They're not just like us. No. They're more, more They're better. Us. They're better than <laughs> us. And they live lives better than us. Oh, my God. That's the life I want to lead. Yeah, I'm working towards it. How much money so, do you think you have to have to have a yacht like that? Oh, no. Celebrities can't even afford yachts. They can only afford to charter them. Um, So the yacht that I'm talking about, um, 
that had no, it was a different yacht. It was Star Jones yacht. Um, she was a guest of the owner. Uh, the budget just to run the yacht was four million dollars a year, and that's just that's just like the basic to just keep it like washed and staffed and stuff. Um, so, Come on, yeah, and that doesn't include fuel or food or anything. So who the fuck owns yachts? People you've never even heard of. People who you can't really even Google because they've paid to not be Googled. Come on. Yeah, actually, that's one of my yacht owners. He owns the building that Barney's is in here and a bunch of other real estate in the area. And you cannot Google him. Barney's getting shut down. Well, rest in peace, Barney's. But he's yeah. Still, I mean, I, I haven't worked yachting. I haven't worked for him in about 11 years. <laughs> so I haven't kept up and I can't Google him. So that's Barney's so is shutting down. Barney's is shutting down. That is so sad. It's, it's, it's like a New York institution. I know. And it's just like gone. Fred's at Barney's is going away. What? They follow me on Twitter. Oh, girl. <laughs> fuck. I, I, that should have been the first sign. <laughs> I was like, okay, that makes sense. I was like, why? Wait, was it, Fred re- Siegel. Oh, no, no, no. Fred's, Fred's at Barney's. Oh. So Fred's at Barney's is a restaurant. No, girl, you're still good with Fred Siegel, and that's still hey, fucking cool. Hey, girl, hey. Hey, girl, hey. No big deal. Fred Siegel follows me on Twitter. I think they're confused, but it's okay. I'm not, I'm not correcting <laughs> Don't it. Don't correct I'm them. Not. Don't tell them. Don't tell Love them. Love you guys. Okay, so, um, God, Yachting World. That's fucking crazy. It is. I really recommend it to... I've gotten a lot of people into the industry, at least uh, three people onto the Blow Deck show, if I don't mind bragging. Yeah. Um, but I really recommend it to anybody who's like out of college and just isn't sure what they want to do. It's a great opportunity to make money, travel. And also, I learned more about myself uh, during those years than I did in college because you are pushed together with people from around the world, different customs, and you really have to learn how to be socially aware because you're living in such close quarters. It's amazing. Yep. Um, are you guys competitive with the other um, Below Deck franchises? I mean, it's like a sibling rivalry okay. where we're the oldest. And like I always, I'm the oldest out of my uh, two younger siblings. And oh, God. That's why we get along. Mm-hmm. I'm the oldest, too. Of well, three. I have an older stepsister, too. Um, so it's confusing. Yes. I'm, just, I'm just confused. Sometimes I'm a middle <laughs> child. Sometimes I'm, a, I'm an oldest child. I go to my dad's house. I'm the only child. I don't know. So this is why I have trust issues. Anyways, so but I, like I like to remind my two youngest siblings, you know, mom has just loved me the longest. So that just equals more love. It's math. <laughs> so, yes. I'm going to say that to my siblings. And, and it's too. great. It's math. You That's know? why she loves me the most. It's, it's just math. simple math equations. More years of love. Um, so... Below Deck, the one I'm on, is the original. And yeah, of course, there's competition, but also I'm happy that they're there and that they're doing well because yes. it's good for the whole Below Deck family. All boats rise at the same tide, right? Is that a real nautical saying? I've never even it heard is. that. If I like the tide's it. tide's rising, everyone's going up together. I'm going to use that. So why not? So many times. How was BravoCon? Oh my God, it was so good. Please tell me. I've never been to any cons of any kind. Me neither. Uh, I didn't know what to expect. I was like, do I wear a costume? <laughs> Should I dress up like Princess Leia? No, I don't. No, I wanted to go as uh, Goldie Hawn and Overboard with like her epaulets and her sequins. I really... I wa- actually would have lived for that. I I'm know. actually really upset you did I know, it. but it was just like uh, life got is, away from me. Is and Overboard I, your favorite movie ever? No, but I oh. love, I, but I do love those sequin costumes. I just die. I mean, die. I, every year I ask them... To, to make my below deck costume a little more glitzy like that. And I'm like, no. <laughs> um, so that was my plan. I did not do that, but I had so much fun. And it was pretty amazing. It was like a, going to a family reunion with cousins you've never met. Like I've heard about my cousins, the housewives. Totally. But, but I've never met them. And it's like, have they, they're my older, cooler cousins. Yes. So I was like, 
<laughs> have they like heard about me? Do they care? Or it's going to like a high school reunion where we're like the freshmen, but the cool seniors are there. Like, yes, yes, yes. can we sit at your table? Do you like us? <laughs> um, but I mean, so Kelly Dodd was in getting her makeup done, same place I was that morning, and she was so cool. Yeah, um, I can see that actually. Kelly Dodd. Kelly would either be so cool or like so disappointing. So I'm so happy to hear she's cool. I. I mean, I could never expect how cool she was. She was so funny and cool. Um, Ashley Darby was super friendly. Bronwyn was sweet. Great. Brandy Redman was sweet. Isn't she the best? Oh, my God. She's so pretty. I know. She's so cute and pretty. She's like, and just, and, and like, when I say sweet, I mean, like, just like the sweet version of her on the show. I feel like it doesn't always come across consistently because she's like a tease and a prank, like on the show. Yeah. But she is like, like literally a little slice of peach pie. She is. It's crazy. Oh, and Tinsley and Dale. <gasps> yes, yes. Oh my gosh. They were so fun before Watch What Happens. I mean, Dale. I want to go out with Dale. Dale needs to have more screen time because Dale, Dale looks like a good time. Dale was so fun. I thought Tinsley would be more fun than Dale. No, no. I see where Tinsley gets it. Dale wins. Yeah. So Tinsley and I, uh, we actually did a couple, a panel together as well. So uh, good friends. And then Patricia Outchul. This is a huge bragging moment. We have to talk about this because you and Patricia had a moment. What were you were at Chrissy Teigen's house? Yes. Wait, please explain. I mean, what's there to explain? I was at a party at Christy Teigen's house with Patricia Alshul. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. I need more of a background than that. Okay, so um, we were able to go uh, to Christy Teigen's because Hulu is bringing a bunch of reality TV to their network. So we were there to celebrate that. <gasps> and Patricia was one of the reality people there. And I'm glad she likes me because I may have been like, my grandmother's Southern. She's my grandmother's from Savannah, Georgia. My family's all Southern. And I just felt like I was with like a family member. And it was like, there was Atlanta Housewives and New Jersey Housewives and uh, Jax and James from Vanderpump. Yep. And so, and Chrissy Teigen and John Legend. There was a lot going on. Yes. So I kind of like stuck by Patricia's side, like a little baby duckling just following her <laughs> around. Um, but uh, so that's where we met. We all went to dinner at the hotel. Uh, her, me, Captain Lee and Michael, her butler. Oh my God. And so then we got to uh, reconnect at BravoCon and now... She posted it, y'all. I yes. mean, I was telling everybody I met, but I'm glad she posted it publicly. She that loves She said you. BFF. She said loves you. BFF. And that is like the highest compliment ever given to a human being is Patricia. I know. Liking you. I know. Not just liking you, saying you're her BFF. No. Because she doesn't like anybody. I know. <laughs> oh my I God. feel like I like can, okay, 2019, I'm done with you. I've achieved all I need to achieve and I'm just taking the rest of the year off. Um, were there any people that you were like really intimidated to be in the same room as or around or like to meet or talk to at BravoCon? Um, mm, oh yes. The Beverly Hills housewives are intimidating. Why? Tell me. Just because they live, um, they're just in their own bubble. They They are are in a bubble. They are. They're in a bubble of glamour and, um, yeah, but I really didn't mix with them at all. So that was good. Do you watch any of the other shows? Like, are, are you like a like a Bravo fan of blank? For some reason, all of my favorite Bravo shows are on at the exact same time. So it's like my March Madness. <laughs> like, I have no social life right when I get back from filming because I love Southern Charm. Love. Uh-huh. Below Deck Mediterranean. Real Housewives of New York. So good. Real Housewives of New York is my favorite. What do you think about Bethany leaving? Um, I understand. I'm not surprised. Um, yeah. And also, I think that their cast is such an all-star cast. They're going to be fine. I yeah, she was great. She was strong. She was great. Yeah. But I think she's going to... Go on and do other things. She's an entrepreneur. She needs to do that to be herself. Yeah. I think she's going to regret it. Ramona is still there. And that's all that matters to me. Uh, Sonia. 
she is she your favorite yes <laughs> yes she is because you know what i think that she's actually a secret genius she I think didn't she's, show up at BravoCon. she's in on the joke though she, she isn't on the joke she, but why didn't she show up to BravoCon? i don't know i'm not best friends with her yet but i'll <laughs> you'll find out i will find, i think today's her birthday we should go celebrate her birthday around her. We're house. going to the Regency. <laughs> oh my! I would actually totally do I would, that. I would too. And fucking hunt down Tom. Let's just look at her Instagram story and see. I want to go to the Regency so bad just to make out with um, <laughs> Tom. Well, I would because Luann <laughs> said something bitchy about me once on, on Watch What Happens. So now. like, Tell I, me I moved to New York in May and I was like, okay, mission number one, make out with Tom. <laughs> Not really, but maybe. <laughs> She, we were on Watch What Happens one time, like three years ago, and she's a true diva, true. Um, <laughs> and so Andy was like, before we're about to start the show, the live show, and they're like, we're going live in ten nine. Uh, Andy's like, oh, Luann, Kate is on below deck, and you just had the party on the yacht. Yeah, which I knew the yacht was only like one thirty. I could tell when I watched it. What's that mean? It's like only one hundred thirty feet. It's not that big of a deal. Ugh, gross. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's not that hard to get. Um, and also it was only like a party for a night, which is like, like I wouldn't. It's not a lot to brag about, really. Like, right? You know, you know what that I know, really uh, truly yeah, means. Yeah, I was like, okay, and um, so she, but I didn't say that. I was like, oh, nice. I think I did say so. It was at one thirty, and she's like, I don't know. And I was like, I googled. It. I was like, it is. And she goes, well. <laughs> I guess I'm above deck and you're below deck. And then they were like, three, we're live. And I was just, and like, she said that right as we went live. I, so I couldn't even like snap, say anything back. Oh I was just God. sitting there seething. Oh my God. Did you give her like Kate subtle shade the whole rest of the night? No, I did it real swiftly when Andy then asked me to give all the Housewives of New York fonts. Cause I did this thing season two where I said, what personality uh, everybody's, or what font would represent my cast member's like wingdings for the kooky girl and da, da, right. da. and so I did all the housewives of New York and I at the end I said and Luann a statement necklace bold <laughs> and what did she do I don't know if she even <laughs> understood it I don't think she was listening honestly you know what to be fair she was not she was like writing her no newest, she was not listening her newest musical sensation she was just waiting for Andy to start talking to her <laughs> I actually was supposed to go to her show that like ended the night I did no Oh, the shut Sunday up. night? Yes. I was there. Tell me I was I, sitting next to Leanne Locken. What, what was what these hands? What was Leanne like? What was Leanne like? She was so nice. Really? Yeah. No, I can't. Yeah, she was so nice. But uh, we were up in like the uh, like a balcony uh, seat over like we weren't yeah. down um, in the general seating. Yes. But I didn't know that. I mean, I've been busy, so I couldn't watch a lot of their season. Uh-huh. But Deandra was there. But ooh, she was sitting ooh. in the front row. Oh, oh, oh. But ooh. she wasn't at BravoCon. She, Andrew was not at BravoCon? She just showed up for the show. Shut up. So I had Leanne Locken giving me that whole story. Was she spilling the tea? She, I mean, that's the tea. I, yeah, that was it. Like, she, she wasn't at BravoCon, but she's here at the show. I that's, guess they're, they're feuding. But there had, is. I'm, I am caught up to date on that show, and yeah. it is epic. Well, Everybody said so good. I'm going to go home and binge. Wait, so remember, do you ever see the season where Leanne Locken has the dresses, the black dress that's like, you can wear it 170 ways? No. The scarf yeah. dress? Yes. Oh, oh yes. I know. There's a thing. Yes. There's a thing with the scarf so, dress. So Deandra, they're in Thailand on a trip. Deandra brought the dress. She bought it through a P.O. box so Leanne wouldn't know that she had purchased it. Whoa. Yeah, which means Leanne's not selling a lot, but that's okay. And she was like, 
an hour and a half late to dinner and they're like why are they so late and they were texting like oh we have a wardrobe malfunction problem with the outfit and then she comes down in leanne's dress like shay day shay d shay it was so bad but like so awesome but like then her and the new girl carrie could not drop like no but really like it doesn't work that well and the snaps don't work and like we were confused like there's a cape thing in like ah! and leanne to her credit, was holding her composure the whole time, just being like, okay, well, I think I'm going to leave now. And then she went crazy. I saw the snapped, clip where she and said- she started talking about all the Mexican stuff yeah. and slapping herself in the face. And it was just like really bad. I cannot wait to go home and watch this. <laughs> I like, am- so, it's so fucking good, Oh Kate. my God. Like next level. I mean, I think, I think Dallas is right now to me, like definitely top three, if not even number one favorite housewife. I've heard that so many times. And you know what? It's kind of like when people recommend something on Netflix to me, I'm such a little asshole rebel. Like I was like, had the most attentions in my Catholic high school. Like I'm just a little smart ass rebel. (laughs) If somebody's like, you would like this show. I'm, I get defend. I'm like, what do you tell me? You don't know me. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe, maybe I don't like what everybody likes. (laughs) And then I watch it like way late after it's all done and people are done talking about it. I'm like and then I come to a party I'm like you know what I really like guys Breaking Bad it's really good and they're like yeah Kate a little late we're over it yeah, it was like I, seven years and ago and I know this about myself so I will watch Dallas I'm gonna do it uh, have you seen any of the seasons of it don't, don't bother with season one it's a total dumpster fire of trash and stupidness and sorry guys I love you but like yeah. it really is you've made up for it season two just just off and running straight from there so good so, so excited good. because i um m- now that my march madness is over uh i needed a new bravo show to really dive into it's really good i'm like what's on now mine below deck mondays <laughs> at nine do you watch yours um they send it to us early and because i'm just so like they send it to us on fridays it airs on monday so not yeah. that much earlier right but because you're just so curious to know um, first of all, I don't remember half the shit that happened. Of course not. It's there's so much that happens, but I'm just curious to know, like what, how they're telling the story. Cause right. there's so much, I don't know. Like what did my fr- coworkers say about me in interviews? So Can I, you ever I get watch like it. legit pissed um, or, I, or at this point are you like, okay, like I know it's real, but you also probably have like a newfound, like respect for just like the process. Yes, exactly. And you know what I will say? Um, they tell the true story, but, and they'll only edit things because time, like we are filmed, tw- we're filmed while we're sleeping. That's, it's, it's crazy. It, yeah. It's to make a section. It, yeah. I mean, they don't want to miss anything, but summer house is like that. Yeah, exactly. So and I was at the summer house for a party one night and I lost my mind. I threw a drink at a guy and then I had to be carried to a cab and I left at 8 30 PM. So you know what? And then I spent the entire next eight months yeah, legit freaking out. Like my mom and dad are going to kill me yeah. if I was drunk on camera. And then. All they got were me and Taylor making fun of a guy and calling him a lesbian. Whatevs. Yeah. But like, it was very scary. No, it is. But see, they only use things that are like useful. Like, that's just it, you freaking out. It's like no it, big deal. It happens. It, made, it doesn't, doesn't matter. Yeah. Yes. Um. So they only edit things out for time because there's a lot of footage. Um. And I will say I've noticed they are really good about fairly trying to tell every cast member story there was one cast member named rocky season three yeah and there was maniac nuts <laughs> didn't do any work at all we had her mom's or the production team had her mom's cell phone number no. on a dry erase board in the production room because that's how many meltdowns she had during the season they had to, no. it was like they had to she's doing it again she's having a meltdown like i didn't even know that until after but oh she like God. didn't do any work so and she was also hated me made my life miserable um but even the way they told her story that season I, at the end of it, I was like, oh, poor Rocky. Yeah. You know, so um, I just like to see how, I like to see what everybody's experience was on the boat. Because in the moment, I am so busy that I don't know. 
And what about on boat romances? Because you pretty much stay out of that. Listen, I wish there was some more fuckable. Can I say fuck? <laughs> yes, yes, you can. can. <laughs> okay. Listen, I wish there was more fuckable cast members. Um, because well, no, actually, I don't know that I could ever have sex on camera. I don't, you know. Right. I, I mean, not like. Even under the duvet, no, no. First no. of all, there's a bunk bed situation. You got a roommate. Yes, yes, it, yes. Weird. <laughs> um, and also, it's like I don't know. It's just it's not a sexy environment. Yeah. I did hook up with Jesus the sailor, but he was down the dock. You know, <laughs> Jesus the sailor. Yeah, hot Jesus. Um, I just thought it wasn't on your actual boat. It's kind of like when you date a guy because he's got a car in high school. So you know, he had a boat. He had a somewhere I could go to get <laughs> off the boat. Get off. No, and, he yeah. drive me to the mall. Yeah, we. I mean, it was docked, but I, at least I was like away from where I was living. You uh, and Ben had like a flirtation one we, season, right? Yeah, we hooked up a lot um, after filming wrapped. No. Yeah. No. We're like best friends that like, you know, it's like sign Fuck buddies. It was, yeah, we were. Okay. We, I was. Yeah. Well, we're buddy. We're friends that accident like by Jer- mistake fall into each other's private parts. Like Jerry and Elaine. Like they tried it once. It didn't work out. Oh, so you're yeah. a one time fuck buddy. Yeah, we were. I mean, we did it more than one time. But How many times? I couldn't count. So a lot. A lot of times. But a, lo- <laughs> a long time ago. Is Ben a good lover? He is. Oh, really? Yeah. I could see that. Actually, he's very attentive. He like he pays attention to detail. <laughs> Has it, I hear it's, it's like a baby arm that dick. I mean, a big baby. Um, <laughs> a big baby. A big baby. Um, big baby. And also, <laughs> you know, we would be in Fort Lauderdale and we would just be out having a good time. So it wasn't like necessarily romantic, right. but it was fun. It was like scratching an itch. Yeah, we yeah, we were itchy for a while. <laughs> Because it was, it's confusing because we were also such good friends. So it was like, do right. we like each other? Or is- so then, how'd you come out of it? Because he was super jealous of when you had the girlfriend. He, his brain was blown. Yeah, no, and he's still. We still get that way around about when somebody's dating the, another person. Yes, but mostly it's because we care about each other, and also we're both really greedy for attention. So, as, but it, we, I think we definitely know it's not because we should be together, but we are like very good friends, and we'll always be. In each other's lives. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Do you guys ever have friends giving together? Um, he hates cooking. <laughs> <laughs> that makes total sense. No, I mean, I live here. He lives in Fort Lauderdale, but he has an event a catering company, and uh, I help him out with that quite a bit. Yeah. So that's nice. Um, speaking of Thanksgiving, it is Thanksgiving. Sure is. Today is Thanksgiving. I know. Um, what are you doing? Do you like Thanksgiving? Is it? I like- love Thanksgiving because it's Christmas without the pressure and the obnoxious gifts, pressure of gifts. Right. I just really feel like if you don't believe in Santa Claus anymore, we should stop with the whole because every everybody wastes their money, right. goes into debt. We and then we all have. I still got Christmas presents from last Christmas. Like in a gift bag under my sink Come because on. I'm just like I don't want to do with these fucking decorative socks. <laughs> I don't, you know, you don't want them. You gotta save them for next you're year. Just like, you know what? I, this is why I think Jewish people are so smart. So smart. Be, well, they've got eight days of Hanukkah. Yeah. The first four you collect the gifts, then the last four you regift them, <laughs> and then everybody breaks even. That's so fucking genius. I have never heard anybody say that. I made it up last season, but <laughs> I asked my Jewish friend. I'm like. Listen, I'm on to you. I know what I'm you're on doing. to you. And it's genius. Yeah. Oh, we should start celebrating Hanukkah because my girlfriend's half Jewish. Totally. Yeah. I miss that. That's the thing I miss the most about my marriage. Being rich 
and also Jewish. being Jewish. Yeah, yeah. I liked being Jewish. It made me feel... Yeah, powerful. On top of the world. Um, Kate, so how long have you lived in New York for? I've moved here in May 1st. Okay, so a little bit, but you're going to be here for a long time? Yeah, I love it. I love it so much. Um, I mean, it, I was scared at first, but uh, I just decided I wanted to live in New York at least one year in my life where I would feel like a loser. Yeah. Like, feel like I missed out on something. Totally. And I, and I just love it so much. I'm a little nervous about my first winter, but I got the Sorrells. Girl. I'm getting a macage coat. Get ready. A knee length. No. Quilted. Which as one do I down, get? As long down as humanly possible because I think it's chic and yeah. then also it's necessity. Yeah. For reals. Uh-huh. Okay. And then also... Also, Norma Kamali has a really good winter coat. Oh, I love The her. sleeping bag coat. Yeah. And then when do you leave New York? Are you like, Do you like leave here at a certain time to go back out on the So water? here's what's really great. What? I hear the coldest months in New York are February and March. You got it, girl. Because I've visited uh, New York during the cold months. And I was like, it's not that bad. But February and March, I hear are like real cold. Brutal. And if I didn't have a dog, I would just stay in my apartment and order seamless all day, every day. But Literally. the damn dog needs to go outside. That's like, why we don't have a dog. He won't pee inside. He's such a good boy. <laughs> um, it's really annoying. I'm like, go in the shower. <laughs> Mom, mommy's hungover. Go in the shower. <laughs> and he won't. So... Uh, the good news is February and March is usually when my yachting season is. So I'll just like take it, take off for somewhere warm. You've really planned this quite well. And you know, I manifested it. I didn't plan it. You manifested it. But it's it. working out. Wait, so on top of manifesting coming on the radio show or coming on the podcast, yeah. did you also manifest? You can come on the radio show anytime you want. It's just early as fuck. Oh, I'm not good at early. But how gonna, early are we talking? I was going to predict you weren't. Yeah. Uh, most people that I love are not, not good at mornings. Um, I'm like, the fact that I get my co-host to wake up with me in the mornings is like a fucking gift from oh, God. Andrea. Andrea. Well, she's got two babies. I know. And then Darren always makes up so responsible. Well, well Darren, I mean, yeah, she's responsible. She's... I know. Um, it's 8, 10 a.m. That's not too bad. Okay. I I did one last week that was it that early. You can pop in like later if you want for a seggy every now Let's and then. Let's do a seggy. Girl, yes. Okay, Yay. so aside from manifesting, be on the podcast and now the radio show, yeah. did you also manifest that we would be friends? Yes. Why Good. do you think I wanted to come on your show? Okay, I'm so excited. I know. Let's go to Zara. Let's go to Zara. And I mean, are you a drinker? <laughs> the face. I wish I could make an If I could, if I had to fit a noise to the face you made, it was like. I'm sorry. A bitch. Yeah. Well, so <laughs> on the way here, I was like, you know, I was getting ready and I was a little nervous. So I had like a glass of wine while I got ready. <gasps> I actually was going to bring wine down. And then I was like, is she going to think I'm a lush? I'm like, it's New York. Nobody drives. I could, you know, <laughs> it's okay. It's normal. And it gets dark here at 430. And then I was like rationalizing it all to myself. I'm like, it's just a glass of wine. You're an adult, like going through it all. <laughs> And then I was like thinking about your Instagram story. Like you had, um, I thought, I was like, I'm pretty sure I saw her on tour with Stassi and she yep. like was had a bottle of champagne or something. So I was like, girl, she's a drinker. I drank that. I, I got back to the room at like one o'clock in the morning and there was a bottle of Sunsair from the hotel. And we were staying at the Langham in Chicago, which is a fucking nice place. I don't know if a, an, like a fan sent it up there. If so, they didn't give them credit. Right. But it was just like, Amazing. And I'm yeah. like, of course I'm drinking this right now. Duh. So yeah. And I made them like leave the wine glass I liked from the night before. I'm I left oh, yeah. I left housekeeping like a little note. I would be a very annoying charter guest. No, I like that because it's like you're self sufficient. You're not saying take it. You're thinking ahead and then you're not like, Hey, can I get one of those wine glasses? You're like, I was gonna save this for later. <laughs> That's what I do. Yeah. And I'll just keep washing it out. That's nice. That's great. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. Come on board. Um, let's go get a drink. Fuck it. Let's do it. I was supposed to go shoot something, but oh well. I mean, let's <laughs> let's go get a drink. What's fucking work? This is work. 
We I'm worked so much. <laughs> and it's like five o'clock now. Yo, it's dark outside right now. Yeah, and cold. We need to drink. <laughs> okay, that's it for us. Kate, I'm obsessed with you. I love you. I'm so Same. happy I finally got you on the pod. And we cannot let three years go by the next time we see each other. That's unacceptable. Yeah, rude. For real. You guys, make sure to follow Kate on social at Kate underscore Chastain. And it's C-H-A-S-T-A-I-N. And when does Bob Lodeck come back on? Uh, tonight at nine is a new episode. No shit. Yeah. I watch you guys. I like, I always catch you guys in the middle of marathons. Oh, they marathon us a lot. They it's do. It's my favorite thing in the world. Yeah, it's nice. Truthfully, when I'm on tour with Dossie, you guys are pretty much all I watch. Yeah, it's a good marathon show. I love a marathon binge. I know. And like, I'll like, I'll, I'll schedule like what I'm doing, getting ready, like around like your scenes. Oh, cute. That's what I do. <laughs> Oh my god. And then when it's the deckhands, I go make a sandwich. <laughs> Same. Yeah. Toads. You guys, that's it for us this week. Uh, make sure to check back next week. And also happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Yay. Uh, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And you know what? Be thankful for the Taste of Taylor podcast. And please show me your how grateful you are by spreading the word of the podcast to all your friends and families at the Thanksgiving table. You know what? Get up right now and turn on some more of my episodes. You're welcome, families. You guys, that's it for us today. Be back next week. Bye, girl. Bye.